Welcome back to Top Dogs. My name is Fiction Boy. I'm Stream Arcadad. I'm Whiplash Wolf. Why do you have to say so seductively? Ah, I can't. Seductively. <laughs> Seduct okay, so time. Always seductively. Why do you have to do that? <laughs> That's because what you want to say? I'm... Okay. And today's episode because... is about virtual reality and you. So, there's many things to discuss about. Hey, 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 the guest. <laughs> you forget, I forgot forgetting. he was sitting in your lap. <laughs> oh my god, how dare you forget him. I'll just see myself out Blue, then, come I here. Guess. No, no, I'll you come here. Blue, come back, back. Come, come back. Come back. Hey. The reason, there's we'll a reason back. why. Come. Okay, okay. Okay, we'll for the longest again. time, he was mm -hmm. in your abdomen. And I didn't see you. <laughs> from my the peripheral. Fiction. You were giving me headpats Fiction's mistake. I was giving you headpats earlier. But oh I didn't God, know you were in his abdomen. I couldn't see you. <laughs> to fix Fiction's it's mistake. Okay, puppy, come here. Come welcome, here. Sit on my lap. I'll take welcome care of you. Welcome. Um, you're fine. Our you're guest. Fine. There you go. Welcome our guest. Blue. How dare you. That one virtual gamer. Uh, oh. Nope. If you want to yeah, growl, I mean, that's not going to do anything. Well, welcome. Let's give let's give let's us. give VR gamer a warm welcome. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for coming on. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you for coming mistake. on. So just 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 uh, I can't believe just say your you name. Your guests. Wow. <laughs> just say your name and tell what's your role in, on the Top Dogs podcast group. I already we already did mention what his role on the Top Dogs. Okay. We mentioned it in the last episode. Yes, he know, is one of I'd our like... video editors. <laughs> See. <laughs> I haven't been on, so I didn't even realize that. But it's nice meeting you finally. Yes, hello. Yes, it's good seeing you Hi again all. too. You're smaller in person. Well, Ooh, I'm only five. Shots fired. Well, I am small. I'm five eight. This is why I go to the gym so I can toss people around like that. Ooh. Good luck tossing. I mean, good luck tossing. Throw short people months with like last month, so you're kind of a little late for that. Huh? Yeah, it's fine. Um, I pick up taller person. people anyways. So, we're going to say that there is uh, many things to know about virtual reality. And sometimes it's knowing the hardware. Sometimes it is knowing the software. There is sometimes games built around it. There is sometimes people who make art with it. People make worlds. People make avatars. There's a lot of things that go into virtual reality. But, you know, we're going to start off with some simple questions about everything. So, let's start off with this. What VR headset do you use? I use the Valve Index. And, and be sure to it. discuss the pros and cons as well to it. So, I use the Valve Index. Um... From what I can see, like I've had my index since February of last year, and it's been fine. I've actually really never had any issues with it. Now, the one thing I do have an issue with like, is the tether. The tether actually connects it to the PC. Uh, I had to buy one already, and it's $120 for it, the, the cord itself. And then my dog chewed through it, another one, and I had to buy another one. They're just expensive to buy. So it's $204 just on cables alone for the index. And honestly, I... on the index, you have a face cover that, you know, heat is supposed to 
escape from it. I have a aftermarket like little fan thing that turns on. Is it on right now? Oh, that's what we hear. It is. No, it's not. Well, it's on the front of my headset, so it possibly could be. It's to blow heat out to, okay. you know, make it, you know, last longer. But, otherwise, it's perfectly fine, honestly. I've actually really never had any issues. Now, there's, like, on the index, sometimes, very sometimes, you get, you know, what's that called? When you get your, just start moving. I can't remember what it's called oh, right now. The, the uh, I have that uh, the index knuckles. The, uh. The drifts. No, the we get drift. The drifts. Stick drift. Stick drift. Yeah. There we go. You get that sometimes. But, I mean, I've never, really never, like, besides the tether cords, I've never had really a big issue with what my headset. Hell? It's been really good. Okay. I would say I also have a valve index. There is many things that you can do. There is many options. Like, for example, you can adjust if you find a little thing to slide underneath the index itself where you can adjust the distance between the lenses and it goes and up mine... from it goes up from like 58 millimeters to 70 millimeters whatever you're comfortable with the other cool thing is that you know that the oculus lacks which is like when you want to remove it there is a knob that you can twist to pull it off so you're not damaging it. That's a, also a cool thing. I would say the material that, you know, keeps our head is very comfortable to have. And what oh, another is. thing could be the, and another thing is that you also have this lint, this, this cover, which I like to call sunglasses. But oh, usually you can plug other things off. in there. <laughs> you can plug yeah. other things in there. I have never, ex you know, messed with that feature just yet but i plan to sometime in the future and the cool benefit of the audio that you use is that it's surround sound and the the most annoying thing about the oculus is that when you hear sound it's not that great it's also kind of irritating and it, the, i always found the oculus rift to, when you put it on it, it doesn't it kind of makes your scalp itch so it's cool to also have the movable audio speakers in your headset and you can adjust it to take it off without breaking it. The I would say that the con of this is that it is very expensive. You have to put a lot of money down on the table for it to get something like this. And if they're you... Uh, they're very fragile. Yes, and the cable sucks. Um, if you ever see this little bulge of the cable Beep. that's connected to the headset. I hate that. It does not look secure to me. I believe Valve could have done a little bit better with that cable security because it bulges out and that's not good because that can cause a lot of problems with cables. And so, another thing... I was going to say, on mine, I have this aftermarket like a little like leather thing that goes around the back side of the uh, index. So I have the wire going from the side over here all the way to the back, so it actually comes down on my right side. So it still mm. isn't like in your way, but it's much more secured in place, honestly. But what else was it? There was something else with the index and it like... Oh wait, no, it's not that. So the space cover hides a USB port pretty much, and you can put anything in there from like what I have, which is the miniature fan setup or since you know vive and index do kind of like collab together on some things like you can buy vives face tracking or not face tracking but their mouth tracking. tracker 
Yeah, facial, facial tracker. tracker. And it actually can attach to your index, but you have to also buy a 3D printed like little stick-on thing for it because it doesn't fit the index because it wasn't made for it. But it will work with the index. The other issue with the index is that you definitely need like stations, base stations for this to work. Unlike the Oculus, you don't need to worry about that. But with the index, that is its limit, and that's what's unfortunate about it. The other cool feature that I can tell you is that, that the Oculus Rift does not have compared to the index controls that you're able to move your fingers individually. I would say the problem is, is that when you're moving your fingers, is when you sweat a lot, your fingers don't really always extend when you want them to. It's <laughs> very true. But I will say, like the main the main problem to me is the cable. Like it gets in your way, and there are things where you you can buy aftermarket wise where you can get out of your way. You can hang stuff from the roof, keeping the cable out of your way and such. But it will always crinkle up, even when you try your best not to. And it's expensive to replace. So me for the headset I'm using, I'm using a Vive Pro and I'm using the wireless adapter because I cannot stand wires. I used to have a Rift CV1, which I still have, and I love this thing. The tracking was solid, the headset was light, the microphone was great, the audio was really good. Very fun headset. I still have mine and I love it. It's super accurate for shooter games. The Vive Pro, the only reason why I have it, and it's the only reason is one, it's compatible to do wireless, which I'm doing right now. Two, it is built like a tank. I did a backflip in VR. I have a zero gravity harness and I did a backflip and my headset shot across the room perfectly fine, nothing broken. The cons of it, a lot of your, your sweet spot inside your lens is probably 50% of the whole image. So I did the Gear VR lens mod to get almost 90% of that, you know, focus uh correct the audio of the headphones is okay but probably not really good so i've actually modified it and soldered wire and i installed uh philips sbh 900 uh, 9 9500 open back headphones sounds amazing and the microphone quality is probably one of the worst I've ever seen, and it's common on all the Vive headsets. Even the more, the Vive Pro 2, the Cosmos, shitty audio. So what I'm using right now is I'm using the Razer Siren Mini, which is a super compact desk microphone, hooked up the USB-C port of the headset. What really sucks about this headset is I was planning to use the facial interface, but when you go wireless, that USB port bandwidth is cut in half and it's not enough to fully cover this microphone and even less the facial tracker. So Vive, I don't really recommend it to people unless you want to go wireless and you want something that is solid. The index is very fragile on certain things, so that knob in the back, don't crank it down, because I've seen those springs pop out at the front so often. But otherwise, I've been rocking this headset for like a year and a half now, and the way it is modified right now, I love this thing. It's great. The image quality is good, and I get decent field of view. And yeah, the wireless is the nice. With the index. I always I thought I the Vive Pro honestly. would be a little bit more heavier than the index, because it does put a strain on your neck. From what I've heard from other reviews, I've never tried an index, index actually. A what? Is there a Bluetooth adapter for the index? 
Ooh, Bluetooth? I can find one of what, those. what do you want it for? No, like a Bluetooth adapter. Actually, no, it wouldn't what? work that way. Never mind. It wouldn't work that way. No, no. Okay. So, the, so the Vive Pro uses a wireless adapter that uses 60 gigahertz frequency. It's insanely fast. And I have zero latency at all. Like, I don't even notice. Um, what about you, Blue? What's, yeah. what's, what hits are you rocking? Because I know that's a really good... Um, it's, an, it's a subject you're passionate about. Yes, very much so. Uh, so I, I got the Quest 2. Uh, I think it's a little obvious because the microphone quality is very different from the other high-end uh, headsets that you guys have. At least I noticed that when I'm editing, I'm like, oh, wow, that's my microphone? Jesus Christ. Because you I have to realize to you're going through VR chat compression as well. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. But it wasn't this bad on my uh, old, good old Rift S, which I will say was better than this Quest 2. Because right out of the box, Quest 2 had more issues than I was hoping for. But I mean, it's all right. The hand tracking is pretty cool, at least. Mm-hmm. They're I good for the, the controllers. I gotta give it to them. Quests and um, Oculus controllers—they're really good. I like. Oh yeah, those. Uh, the no, Quest, no. I, I'm, the Quest Two I've tra like controllers seems a little bit like limited. If I if if I'm correct, let me know. Like you can only like maybe extend certain amount of fingers. Two fingers um, and top. <laughs> yeah, but the mm. issue—at least for me—right out of the box, it had drift. Like, oh, first tried it on, I was like, not like it's drifting away, but the joystick drift. It was really bad. Which was funny because that's an issue that developed on my Rift S. But that was like later on. That wasn't out of the box. I already had the solution. It was just a uh, quick spray of like uh, mass sensor cleaner. I sprayed it on, and then, you know, it's now working. But I don't think you should be shipping with issues like that, you know? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> okay. I don't know. Well, no, I think it should be shipped like that. Well, let me ask you, did no, you, uh, I wanted to ask you, if it already came with a drip, didn't you return it back to the store? Uh, no, because this was a gift for me. So the person who gave it to me, I told them, and then they put in a ticket, and we're still waiting to hear something from support. Which I will say, Alan, their support group is not, yeah, their support group's not really that, uh, good. Okay, exactly. I'm gonna ask you a question, and this one will be interesting to ask, Blue. Give us a little history about VR technology and the major companies involved in the early stages, like HTC, Meta, and Valve. Oh, huzzah. Uh, so here's a fun fact. I don't know if you know, I think I told Stream uh, a few years ago, I did a high school project on this, actually. I had a whole PowerPoint presentation about the history of VR. Mm -hmm. so it's beginning so it was at i think it was 2019 um so if we're starting at like the very very beginning it's basically i think it was like 1830 1838 or... yeah, 1838 so this is really this is uh inventor way back when where you have two mirrors and two images where you put your can i grab a pen can i do that it's hard to explain what uh, it looks like. Uh, yeah. I'll go get the Hold pen. On, Give me a second. One. Okay. <laughs> there they go. Yes, everyone's grab one. Uh, what color? Uh, red, gay. I guess. Oh, I want to say rainbow. Yeah, the gay pen. No, yeah, the gay, the gay pencil, please. Okay, fine. <laughs> exactly. I'm sorry. Jesus. 
The gate pin. <laughs> we got to have a gate pin. I'm literally drawing one thing. I just want to draw. So he made a device where it's like you have two mirrors that are angled. And then on like at some distance, you have the left side of an image and then you have the right side of an image and you'd put your eyes right between the mirrors. And then that effect would cause it to look like a 3D image somehow. I don't know how it works, but apparently that is how it works. And the guy got a bunch of rewards and whatnot. And that was really like the first existing iteration of quote unquote VR technology they can go back to. But the more popular mm -hmm. one, or the one that everyone knows, is the 1935 uh, novel. It was the. Uh, Something spectacles, Pegmillion spectacles, and it's basically like um, ah, uh, hold on, uh, that one VR film I already forgot the name of, Ready Player One. Ah, it, it's mm -hmm. basically good movie. um, uh, yeah, it was good. I loved it. <laughs> it. It was basically like Ready Player One, but you know. Not not as it is now with all your game references and whatnot, but it's basically glasses you put on and it takes you to a whole different world. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Do you I'm believe that this? To, well, I will ask you this just to <laughs> add more to the question for you. Mm. Let's say, uh, how far do you think we can take VR technology? Um, Based on your own opinions. At, yeah, at some point, um, you can call it VR if you want to, but at some point, no, you know what? No, I guess I'm, like I'm, I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking of something like out of uh, Sword Art Online, where it's like the, the neural link, where it's you put your brain into the game or whatever. It's not you're looking yeah. at it through a lens or whatnot. No, I think like the Neuralink or something. Mm -hmm. Or or like Cyberpunk 2077, where they have the uh, brain dances. Mm. Yeah, I think they're. Like um, that. I think to make the uh, the Neuralink, they're working on it. They need wires that are so thin, and they found out that they're gonna, probably going to use carbon nanotubes. They're so thin but conductive, and they're like super tiny. I feel like VR, like, <laughs> VR is going to hit a point in its time where it's going to become, like, you're there, pretty much. It won't be soon, but it will be happening, at least. It's going to become oh, to a point. I mean, we see how fast technology has grown. Like, let's think from, like, 2000 to 2020. Like, in that 20-year time span, like, how much... Like, technology grew more over those 20 years than it did, like, the 50 years prior to it. I think at one point, like, VR is not going to be even about having in a headset because we're going to hit, like, we're going to reach a plateau like we're reaching right now with cell phones. Uh, there's probably going to be something like Neuralink where you're going to directly interface with the server or, if we go the Star Trek route, will be holodecks where you can simulate environments and physical touch and physical objects. And um, I think the days that holodecks are gonna come out. I think a lot of furries are gonna have fun with these. <laughs> like how, uh, like how so bad. Google, like how uh, Google tried to do Google Google Glass, where you can have everything just in your eyesight, pretty much. 
Yeah. That, there was a few episodes of that in uh, The Mirror on Netflix. Ooh. Ooh. It's just so interesting to see how like much technology has like involved. Like, I'm curious what the next iteration of VR headsets are going to be. Because, I mean, yes, we have the Metaverse Facebook or Metaverse Quest. Where is the MetaQuest? Is that what it's called? <laughs> the expensive the one? MetaQuest yeah, MetaQuest 2. Oh, the expensive one. It's uh, the, the MetaQuest, MetaQuest Pro. Pro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one. But I'm not like really worried about that one. I'm like, more worried about like what Vive has in stock or what Index or Valve has in stock for the next Index. Like, because this has been out for what three years now? These in like these headsets and the Vive's been out for what four or five years? Yeah, I can give you a hint already. What's Valve has coming up? But a headset and the Steam Deck was the beginning. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yep. I do like the Steam Deck too, actually. The Steam Deck is a better switch, in my opinion. No, no, no. So the Steam Deck <laughs> is going to be incorporated in the next headset. Or have oh, a 60 gigahertz wireless adapter. That's when oh, people that's what are speculating. Oh. I want yeah. the adapter. I will buy it. <laughs> I will buy it. Yeah, same. You guys, you have no actually... idea what it's like to play wireless VR. It's amazing. And I try to put my tether back on my ceiling in my garage. I couldn't stand it. The moment you want to sit down or you want to lay, you feel the wire tugging on the back of your headset and it's so annoying. <laughs> you can't I can't I can't do this. Amen. No, I can't. I I'm tired of it too, honestly. But it'll be cool because like here's my thing is if they released Half Life Alex with the first index, that means they're gonna release another one when the next index comes out. That's what I'm interested in, because I want another Half-Life oh. game. I will say, yeah, that that's one good. thing about if you buy the Index, you do get Half-Life Alex for free. Because they specifically made that game for the Index. <laughs> when I bought my Knuckles used, my uh, Valve Index controllers, I got them used off like Facebook Marketplace. And when I set them up, they say, oh, you can now download Half-Life for free. I'm like, really? <laughs> like, I got those hand, like second-hand controllers and I got the game for free. That was a great deal. I'm really happy And by that. the way, if you've never watched a playthrough of, it, of Half-Life or played it yourself, it's worth it, honestly. Like, it's such a good Half-Life game. I'm glad they actually That's never sweet. lost, like... They've never lost their touch on Half-Life series. Yeah, it's a triple-A game for sure. I mean, I will say the about uh, Half-Life... Yes, huh? No, no, I just wanted you to speak. Go ahead. Oh, no. uh, I will say about another Half-Life game. Recently, uh, a mod group uh, came out and they did a whole VR version for, I think it was Half-Life 2. So you can yep. play Half-Life 2 in VR yes. the same way you would play Half-Life Alex. And apparently yes. reviews are pretty good. Minus the, uh, the vehicles portions, because vehicles in VR just don't mix at the moment. They really don't. Yeah, the motion really sickness don't. is real. <laughs> Well, the only way to actually like play like or play racing games in VR is actually have a simulator set up with like the you know steering wheel and maybe a shifter if you have it and the pedals down there. That's the only way to do it at the moment. Yeah, because your brain doesn't like, understand what's going on. Because trying to grab like a steering wheel in VR is the latency is <laughs> super there. So, I mean, yeah, especially a Half-Life Two vehicle specifically. I mean, I think oh, I yeah. don't know how those vehicles were, the and then just putting that. Yeah, oh, <laughs> oh the raft. <laughs> Trying to drive that okay. car. Oh lord. The only thing I'm I was going like, to huh? I was going to say we're going to have to move on with the question, which is, what do you like most about VR technology? And also, what do you 
And what do you hate most about VR technology? And I will say the biggest thing what I wish that can be improved on is the latency because we have a tendency of cutting each other off. <laughs> and we don't mean yeah, it. It do. just happens. We do. But I would say the cool thing is what I do love about it is that we're able to communicate in a different way just like how we normally would in real life, but the difference is it's just in virtual reality. Exactly. What about you, Blue? Ooh, I'm watch this. There's a, there's a, there's, there's a lot of things I can say here. Uh, what I like the most, um, that it's very different versus you looking at a screen, pressing buttons. You're, I mean, technically you still are, but you're like mm. actually there. You're actually interacting with the environment with your own movements of your hands. You can like look anywhere you want, touch anything you want almost play any game you want like there's a little bit of everything for everybody especially in vrc if there's like something you can't find in a game store you'll probably find it here um something i don't like though uh that's a hard one I, i'm very like i guess pro vr i don't know what to call it i i, I love vr i love everything about it uh, I guess the one thing I hate is that, um, how expensive it can be. Yep. Very true. Uh, addiction as well is a problem with VR. It is. Escaping so... your own reality is not always healthy. No, well, I it mean, is not. Uh, v it can be used as a therapy. I will say that because Google, uh, back when they actually used VR for, um, PTSD therapy for, uh, soldiers who went to Vietnam. So, I mean, you know, it could be addicting, but it can also be uh, help some people. It could be so interesting to see some specialist and the psychologist, like psychologists to use this as a way to communicate with their patients. I will say, I, think I did watch something on TikTok the other day where they had this, like, mother like, have a VR headset on, and apparently they actually brought her... Well, it was past yeah. child back to life to actually so she can experience her loved one one more time since you know they had died it was so mm -hmm. sad to see like holy crap it was heartbreaking but that's how like vr is getting is you can get to that point i think mm -hmm. vr the, the vr is a bit like alcohol like it's always better with moderation if you do too much of it it's not good for you just like the right amount is nice but what i like about vr is for people that have disabilities i have a few friends in situations like that where when they're stuck in a wheelchair or they can't move about or they can do stuff they can actually put a headset on and socialize go in clubs explore the world and find alternatives but i know people that have like perfectly like healthy bodies and they keep they spend all their time in vr and i feel sad for them because they're missing out on great things vr is nice it's great but don't forget what's out there. The Earth is a beautiful place. There's beautiful people. And yeah, it's fun to be able to hang out in VR, but nothing beats a good old physical hug. That's true. Amen. Very true. But for some people at the moment, a virtual hug also helps them out at the moment. That's the one good thing about yeah, VR, like honestly. You get your hug right now, because you're a good boy. And also... VR does definitely help making friends, too, honestly. I will say that. Yes. Even if you're the introverted type, you'll find friends on here. 
Mm-hmm. Well, it gives them security okay, because agreed. if they don't feel good, they can log off whenever they want. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's very true. true. What upcoming headsets or technologies regarding VR are you excited about? We'll, we'll go with Blue again. Uh, if you asked me this like a month ago, I would have said the Pico Neo 3 because that's an incredible headset. The fact that it uh, directly competes with the Quest 2 and it has a Quite a few better specs than it. I would have said that, but since that's out, uh, I'm gonna have to say the Valve Deckard, the next Valve headset. I'm pretty excited for that, even though we know barely anything about it. I'm pretty excited for it because it's Valve, and you know what they have done recently, at least in technology, is you know everyone loves it. Wasn't the Valve that's technically a, a prototype for their next headset? I remember hearing something about that, but I honestly do not remember. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sold well. It did well. So they knew <laughs> Valve finally found their market after not with other hardware that I don't want to talk about because I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about you, talk about Stream? I'm so what Valve is actually going to come up with, I'm really excited for that, but. There's this other company that we don't hear about, and it's called Vario, and they've been making like high-grade, oh, high-resolution, uh, enterprise-grade headsets, and they had like the XR2 and the AR2, which was like, like you would put this headset on, and, and it would completely blur the lines between reality and virtual reality, and there was like a mixed reality mode with it, with cameras with accurate like camera positions but recently they've released the vario arrow and it's a it has less specs so it doesn't have those cameras to do xr or ar but it still has like uh two screens uh, each eye has a resolution of 2880 by 2070 something per eye and then there's hd screens in the middle for your focal point so it has like two displays with prisms inside like the, and it's this one is actually a lot cheaper it's two thousand dollars but it does not include controllers no base stations no microphones no headphones it's just the headset the other one before the AR2 XR2, I think it's like three or five thousand dollars, and you got to buy a mm-hmm. one and one point five k subscription a year to use it. But they made one for the prosumer. I would love to try it at some point. I, I should try the index. I haven't tried it yet. One point five thousand dollars a year. What about you, Blash? Yep. <laughs> you obviously, know who. If I remember correctly, please for. check it below. Don't quote me. <laughs> I mean, also Whiplash. What is your what are you looking forward to? I mean, whatever Vive and Valve have in you know store for VR. I mean, I don't keep up with it much, honestly. But I didn't even know that that the new like they had a next generation. Like they already had like brought some light to it about what it was. I didn't even know it was called the Valve Deckard. Honestly, that's an interesting name. But you just say it's going to integrate like. Well, you just say it's going to integrate like the Steam Deck and the new and or new Index itself, or whatever it may be called. If you're like everyone else, it's called the Index Two. Okay. Why not? But I mean, what was it? Another thing about how expensive VR is? It really is. Like mm-hmm. VR is fun, especially with the Index and Vive. But you also need a gaming PC to run it. You also need. A- PC desk, you need usually like two or three monitors. You need places to put base. It's like a seven, eight thousand dollar setup, honestly, at this point. 
You know what's funny? You know the the Vario headsets? They require two display ports to function. Really? That's insane. They they got four screens in that. Two screens per eye. I want to also point out that we maybe the since you mentioned this because that's a lot of money. So I'm going to ask if we're if if someone was to start out using Vera, what recommendation or advice would you give? And I'll say one thing right off the bat, real quick, as I think I need to point this out: uh, VR is not for everybody. And if you're not sure whether or not you will like VR or not, get the cheapest option, which is the Quest Two, and see if you like it or not. Don't invest in so much money into a headset if you're not going to use it, because uh, you're going to be wasting your money. Yes, because honestly, you might have motion sickness. You might not know that until you get into VR. You will get it quite often if you're in VR, trust me. There are some people who haven't and then work their way through it, but it's... You don't want to make that bet. You want to spend all this money and then, you know, you find out you have this and then it's just sister collecting dust because you can't. Your brain is just playing with you pretty much. Mm. But I'll say another thing about expensive is tracking. Tracking is. <laughs> we all have our foot trackings. And this yeah, is like for each one. Beans, like, wiggle beans. I'm not sure how much they are now, but when I bought mine, it was like $300 for three of them. Or it was like $330 with, tax, with shipping. So that's four hundred. Also added on. Yeah, it's also, also added on to your stations valve. too. Well, they you come cannot, with the index. You, no, no, no. I'm saying. Well, yes, but the thing is, is that if you do not have working base stations, your trackers are not going to work regardless. You need mm-hmm. exactly. base stations. And also, if you really get into VR, getting extra base stations is a must need. Honestly, I got three, and I want to buy a fourth one. I want to buy two more, but. You get two from the index. You get two, so usually you just put them like diagonally from each other, so they can keep track of you. But if you want like continuous tra- tracking, you'll get like another two or three, so you can have like a pentagram of like motion tracking, <laughs> so you can never lose lasers. Yes. Yeah, exactly. What about you, Blue? Uh, I want to bring up your blue. point on tracking being expensive. Uh, there have been recent developments, at least in the past few months, of companies coming out with cheaper uh, tracking solutions. One of which being Flying VR, Tundra? which is like, oh, never no, mind. not to, well. Tantra, Tantra, I guess, is a, kind of a good example of that, but not really for what I'm gonna say. Although they're like thirty dollars cheaper than your Vive three and they have about the same specs. But uh, for cheaper tracking, there's other companies. Uh, I forget most of their names, but one of them that I uh, did use a Slime VR, which they have their own like DIY page that you can make your own trackers, which will be a hell of a lot cheaper. Um, because they don't require base stations, you don't have to buy trackers, you can make them yourselves. Uh, or you can buy off of them, which either way, it'll be like hundreds of dollars cheaper. Because they have IMU sensors, so you calibrate as you would, and then you're basically ready to go. The only thing though, huh. is they tend to drift over time, and the Slime VR kit, I think you need a 3D printer, or you can get parts pre-printed, no. and there might be some soldering required. Because I know there's another company that made like a full outfit, then they're black boxes and they're incompatible with the quests by Bluetooth. Well, that's if you do the DIY kit. They have pre made kits, so you just buy it from them and then like you're ready to go. Oh, that's cool. Mm hmm. Okay. So we're going to start off with the question of the week What makes you excited for VR technologies? 
And also, audience, subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you want to be updated for our latest videos, you click on the notification bell. It will alert you to every video that it, and pretty much notifies you. Also, be sure to... <laughs> there goes Whiplash again. Oh God. Follow us on our audio platforms, leaving us a rating that will help us a lot. Join our Discord in the description below. There will be a link. And I believe there will also be a Telegram chat link. Um, so, if you don't, Whiplash is going to probably say something very disturbing. If you don't do any of those things, I'm going to come to your house and sleep in your bed. Okay, let me rephrase that real quick. I'm going to take back what I said. That. Let me take back what I said. We Don't threaten us with a good time. What are you doing? Let me let me rephrase that. I'm going to rephrase what I said. I'm going back to what I just said previously about the links. So there is going to be a link tree, which has both our telegram and our discord servers it has all the information you need about us about our top dogs so discord telegram click on that yeah click on the uh, link tree and it will have all that information for you yeah there's also on the link tree you'll find links if you want to post your question your answers to the question of the week and where you can submit your fan art which we will put on the back behind us me in the uh, fiction E. Right here. It's beautiful. We got some lovely fans out there. Thank you guys. We appreciate it. Yes, you do. If anybody, so I would love that. anybody. Let me ask you something. If anybody can make just a single art piece of just Whiplash saying water, like he's an otter, water, water, water. <laughs> probably Edward will do something. Making fun of his Dutch just accent. Just because I'm Dutch, water. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I would love God. that RP. Same oh thing. Water. Water. <laughs> you like to buy a bottle of water. Sorry. I do. I drink water every day. <laughs> okay. So, let me ask you this. What do you like the most about VR or VR technology? Blue? Or like the, uh, that it connects people. Oh yeah, I would not. I would not have the friends I know now if I didn't have VR. So I'm like really grateful for it. Oh yeah, that's true. Also, I would none say of this would be happening if none of us had VR. So I mean, that is also true. true. <laughs> <laughs> I would say the coolest thing, in my opinion, about it. It's pretty much what you said earlier, but the cool thing is it was a great way for us to connect with everybody when COVID-19 was at its peak and we oh, couldn't yes. really do anything. Mm -hmm. And a lot of our furry fandom migrated to VR chat because of it, because we couldn't go to cons at the time. So that is also a huge benefit. And ever since then, furries have not looked back on this VR experience. And they still use it today as a way to communicate with their friends when they don't necessarily want to go to their DMs and send something a little sussy. <laughs> yeah, and it's fun because now the cons, are they have those VR portals. So people that are in VR can meet people in the cons and vice versa. That's been pretty cool as well. Yeah. Just be sussy in VR. Yeah. Oh, you can I mean, be whatever you like in VR. Right? To be fair, fun those just are, be safe. Those yes, VR please. portals are fun, honestly. Yeah, please be safe. If you do anything sussy in VR, please.
But yeah, the VR portals at cons is great because at FWA, I know you were there, and we'd go to the portals and just like wave the people who have are in the worlds. And like the same thing with uh, BLFC, I know Megaplex. I think they do it for all the cons now. Mm-hmm. No, all, like, I don't think. I like the memes. At least the bigger been, ones. I've been seeing the no, memes on Twitter. Like, hey guys, this is my new my new first suit, and they would just put their VR gear and they would take pictures and put it on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Ooh, that's a good, that's a good content. We should right. go to that portal. Ooh, here's a good question, but I don't know if I can answer this one. So you guys are on your own in this. If you could design the ultimate VR headset, what would it look like? A banana. A banana. <laughs> a banana virtual <laughs> headset. <laughs> you would have a custom-made virtual reality headset that looked like a banana. I would. Okay, someone. Okay, I changed my mind about. <laughs> I changed my mind about Whiplash saying yeah, water. Someone just draw his character having a banana VR headset custom made. What the f***? <laughs> the banana? <laughs> Serious? <laughs> no, not like an actual banana. It's like one is kind of like shaped like one. A custom made banana you. VR headset. I would. I mean, why not? They already look like a banana. They curb. They, they curb. <laughs> You're not wearing the right headset. <laughs> oh my! I, banana. I mean, I have a, like to me, like the way where the heat, the exhaust from you know anything inside the valve index is expelled from the front end. To me, I like that idea because you don't, you don't get hot, and it goes out forward. So I don't have that heating issue with the Vive Pro. That's one con. I uh, one pros I didn't mention. I don't need fans on my headset. But everybody I know I that have Valve and it's like, this thing freaking overheats, man. It gets warm and foggy. I don't have those issues. I don't to have be that fair, issue. If you keep I completely that, uh, forgot about that. I mean, since I have this fan on the front of my index, it doesn't, like, get hot at all, honestly. But if you keep that shield on, like, I don't know, I, I don't know what that shield is for, honestly. Like, I guess it's to protect, like, the casing of the index. But... I was thinking it was protecting the ports. I mean, there's only... Yeah, it could be. But Cosmetic. there's only... But there's only like the sensors are in front of the shield, so like they're right here, and the cover goes like I think just right above it, so it really doesn't cover yes. the sensors up. So, I mean, I guess then just look, unlike I guess still using just like a normal virtual goggle. Is there anything for it? Like, is there any purpose for the shades, as they call them? I don't know, but you know what? I thought it was a think... thing. You know what? Could if be, I was to have a custom virtual headset, since you mentioned a banana, I would make mine look like Google Glasses. Oh god. I would love to have something Yikes. that would fit inside ski glasses, have like at least 160 degrees field of view, uh, 4K resolution per eye, um, eye, integrated eye tracking and facial tracking, wireless capabilities, and wireless autonomy for at least three hours. That would be See, my ultimate headset. That's what I was and thinking great too, audio like, quality. Good audio. It's so important. And like, instead of like how, uh, how does Vive have the facial tracking setup? Is this like a small little piece that just hangs down to watch your Yeah, so, so my faceplate is like right, so my, my headset is here. I'm going to be making weird faces. 
but there's the facial is going to be a square that is going to sit about like this in front of your mouth it's a small square it's about the size of a credit card i don't have it on mine but i was planning on doing it but since i'm wireless i can't so this sucks but honestly you would see me you would see me smile like a goof all the time anyways so it's it's pretty thin too it's it's like a pack of gum honestly and it's I mean, just that's like cool. it, it glues on yeah. there's sticky pads and I I guess my idea would be like instead of like it being like a small little rectangle that sticks onto your index, it's just like maybe three or four sensors that sit below the end, like the headset itself, and they're faced towards your mouth so they can watch every movement of it. Yeah, that's what the Quest Pro Two is doing. The camera is like uh, it's slightly in front of the nose and looking down with a wide-angle lens. Hmm. Okay. All right. What do you see as the next step in VR technology? I would say getting rid of the tracking and let it just detect our bodies without the controllers. I would like that. And getting and audio latency. Taking away audio la latency. <laughs> so, the, so the audio latency is not caused by the headset. That's the platform we're using. Our avatar oh, uses Visemes. So it takes a few like milliseconds to process the Visem and map them to our face. Then we're going back to a server and then coming back. That's internet and game optimization issues. It's not created by the headset. Oh, well, we just need better internet then because AT&T sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, right, better, what about faster you, Blue? network service for VRChat, which mm. are the platform we're recording on. What do you see the next step in VR technology? I want to... Well, since it already exists, but I want it to be mainstream, I, I want to say visuals. Like, I want to actually feel like I am there. And for me, it that's visually. It's not by touching things. I want to feel like I'm actually in a world where I can actually look around, you know? Hmm, okay. Like, um, sense. you know, I mean, you know what would be cool? It's just like a, like a sphere you walk into and then it gets like view projecting from all around. You would lose the 3D, but you would be like immersed and you could just like walk inside that ball and it will simulate walking and that ball has momentum like the body when it moves. <laughs> So when you would have to slow down, the ball has momentum. So you, you kind of have to kind of slow yourself down, which is the issue they're they're struggling with. Uh, omnidirectional treadmills, uh, treadmill is like there's no momentum, there's no inertia. You stop on place because your body is not actually moving forward, gathering velocity and speed. So being inside a sphere would probably be something really cool. I think the next step in VR technology for me would be omnidirectional treadmill or be able to uh, treadmill enters or something to be able to walk physically without using thumbsticks mm. okay That'd be true well, yeah well I, well that wouldn't be that bad well i would say that concludes challenge. i said that concludes today's episode we'll see you guys next week on the next episode you guys have a wonderful night and stay safe see ya good night Whee. everyone take care you good boy